Different trainers specialize in different things and have different training philosophies. So it's important that you find a trainer that aligns with you and how you want to train your horse and what you want to achieve. Welcome to the Dressage Connection podcast, where we are demystifying dressage training so your connection with your horse can flourish and you can start making sustainable momentum in your riding. I'm your host, Beth Carter, an Australian dressage trainer, coach, and the human behind BC Performance Horses with a passion for making correct dressage training understandable and accessible for every horse and rider. I believe that every horse benefits from dressage training, and I believe that it is possible to develop a horse that produces high quality work that scores well while still having an epic connection with your horse. I'm here to help you build foundations that will support you through the levels, own your role as your horse's trainer, and fall back in love with riding your horse. So put your foot in the stirrup, and let's build that dressage connection. Hey, hey, and welcome back to the Dressage Connection podcast. I want to start by apologizing to you amazing people who listen to these episodes every week as I release them. I have been very inconsistent the last few weeks. The reason for that being is I am making some big changes to the online side of my business, which I am extremely excited to start sharing with you really soon. But in the process, something has had to give and it has ended up being the recording of this podcast. Something else that I have up my sleeve is I am lining up some amazing guest experts from different fields to come on the podcast and give you some insight into some other areas of this sport that we love. So I'm really looking forward to getting those episodes to you super soon. In the meantime, today I want to talk about what to expect when you invest in professional training for your horse. I'm going to be giving you insight into what training horses professionally looks like from my perspective as a professional trainer and some things to think about before you send your horse for professional training. First things first, if you're considering sending your horse away for professional training, I want you to identify the reason why. Are you having a specific problem with your horse? Do you want them to learn a new movement or move up to a new level that you're not solid in? Do you want your young or green horse to have the correct foundations? Do you want to sell your horse but would prefer not to do it yourself? Having this reason in the front of your mind is going to help you find a trainer that aligns with you because there are so many trainers out there doing so many different things that not every trainer is a good fit for every person or every horse. And that's okay. Different trainers specialize in different things and have different training philosophies. So it's important that you find a trainer that aligns with you and how you want to train your horse and what you want to achieve. Because one thing that you're not going to do is ask a trainer to change their training philosophy for you. A good trainer should be adaptable in their training strategy for every horse. But you are sending your horse to a trainer that you have chosen because you trust their expertise and their training philosophy aligns with you. For me, this all happens in the conversation before I agree to take a horse on for training. If you are inquiring about my training program, I will ask you a bunch of questions. I'll ask you to tell me about your horse, your goals for them during the training period and in the long term, any problems you've had with them, their temperament and a bunch of other questions. 
I ask these things not only so I can give you an approximate timeline for the training, but so I can see if I'm going to be the right trainer for your horse. This is also the time where you should be asking the trainer any questions that you have about their training or discussing any strong feelings you have about training in general to see if they're the right trainer for you. It's really important in this pre-training phase that you're super honest with your prospective trainer when asking and answering all of these questions. Be really forthcoming about your priorities, any problems that you've had with your horse, even if it makes you a bit worried that the trainer won't take your horse on or you don't think it's something that's a huge deal. Maybe it's something that happened a long time ago or that you didn't think was that bad. Every trainer has different criteria of things that will make them turn a horse away. And we do this for our safety because this is our job. Most of us cannot afford to be out of work if something goes wrong, especially if it's something that could have been avoided if the owner had been forthcoming. So we ask you so that we can be prepared and so that we can keep ourselves safe. If your horse is reared before, tell the trainer so that they can adjust their training strategy. If the horse takes off when you ride it out in the open, tell the trainer so that they can A, help the horse through the problem, and B, keep themselves safe. If a trainer does turn your horse away, that just means that they're not the right trainer for your horse. Don't try and force it or don't feel defeated because the right trainer is out there and waiting for you to find them. As I said earlier, different trainers have different specializations. As a trainer, I am extremely foundation focused. No matter what level, age, breed, discipline your horse does, I will always take the horse back to the foundations and make sure that they're solid before moving forwards, whether it's a young horse or an FEI horse. I'm not interested in creating temporary solutions or band-aiding over your training problems. I am interested in developing a solid foundation to streamline all future training that you want to do with your horse. The way I see it is if you invest in allowing me the time to train your horse properly now, then you are going to be saving time and money in the future because the longer you ignore or band-aid over the problem, the harder it's going to be and the longer it's going to take to fix. There seems to be this expectation that just because the person you send your horse to is a professional trainer, that they are going to magically fix all of your horse's problems in two weeks or even two months. Let me tell you that we trainers are not magicians. Sure, if there isn't a real problem in the training, then we can polish things up in two weeks. But this time frame isn't enough time to consolidate something completely new. To put it into perspective, what is a couple of months of your horse's ridden career? It's not a lot of time in the scheme of things when you think about how many years you're going to want to be riding them. So how can you expect your trainer to completely pull apart and put back together your horse's way of going in that short amount of time? Especially if you have a horse that hasn't had good training in the past and has developed bad habits or has had bad experiences and has developed confidence problems. If you find a good trainer, they are going to have to undo all of those past experiences and fix the root of the problem before they can even start rebuilding. And let me tell you, the rebuilding part is actually the fastest part. It is the undoing and fixing that root problem that are the thing that takes a long time or the longer time. 
If you want to send your horse to a trainer that claims to fix these deep-rooted problems in a short period of time, then you're going to need to accept that they are probably band-aiding the problem instead of fixing the cause, and it will probably come back to bite you in the ass later on. This is why I only take on horses for a minimum training period of eight weeks, unless the horse is one that I know, and I know that I am just polishing up some good training that's already there, not retraining anything serious. In the process of undoing prior training and rebuilding correct foundations, there's going to be periods where it gets a little bit messy. It's going to look a little bit messy. Think of it like you've got to go backwards to go forwards. If you go and watch your horse during the training duration and it's in a messy phase, don't panic. Don't think your trainer's doing a bad job. Allow them to tell you where they're at, what they're doing and why. Then just trust their process because if you have done your homework in the choosing a trainer phase, then you chose this trainer for a reason. If your trainer has been honest with you, then just trust their process. Unless, of course, your horse is being mistreated. When your horse is in training, you are investing in your trainer's expertise, not just in training, but in their management. If I ask a client to let my physio see their horse or we can scope for ulcers or I adjust their feed or try a new bit or ask to get their teeth done or if I want to consolidate something in lunging or long rating before I ride them, it's for a reason and whatever the reason is, it is going to help your horse's training. Personally, I am a big believer that there is usually a reason why a horse is being difficult to train. So once I've ruled out any training problems, I'll start checking off pain. I will say that almost every time I have looked beyond the just riding the horse through whatever problem I'm having that I don't feel like is being caused by trainability, I have found something wrong with the horse. I had one horse last year that was really tricky to find the problem. He kept trying to jack up in the first walk trot transition of every ride and then he was fine. But it was just getting worse when it should have been getting better. So the owners were fantastic. They trusted me to have him checked by the physio. We scoped him for ulcers. We had his teeth done. We got his saddle fitted. I changed his bit. And while we kept finding these small issues, nothing was accounting for the behavior. And I was really just in my gut. I just knew it wasn't a training problem. In the end, we got his leg scanned and he'd done a ligament a really long time ago before he'd even came to me. And even though he wasn't showing any lameness, he was just getting progressively more uncomfortable, which is why he started jacking up. So now he's rehabbed and he's going better than ever without a problem. So while his horse benefited greatly from my training program, his whole way of going changed from hollow and downhill to working through the connection and uphill The main problem they sent him to me to be fixed wasn't a training problem. It was a pain issue that I was able to help them identify. I know that investing in training isn't cheap. We as trainers are really aware of this and we try to keep our prices as affordable as possible. I honestly can't think of a single good trainer that I know who isn't underpricing their services. So before you complain to a trainer that their prices are too high, Think about how much work goes into the training and care of your horse. For me personally, my training prices include a higher adjustment fee because 
It's a priority for me that I'm based somewhere with premium safe facilities and I don't have my own property. So I'm at the mercy of the prices of where I'm based. And my base at Sutton Farm Equestrian Center, I have access to a wax surface indoor, a sand fiber mix outdoor arena, an amazing round yard, paddocks with equimesh, and an amazing team who is always looking out for my horses even though they're not in their care. On top of this, I charge a feeding fee which covers me to feed each horse as much high quality feed as they require. What doesn't go towards the cost of the feed goes towards the cost of care. My time feeding, cleaning paddocks, bathing your horse, tacking up, untacking, cleaning tack, wear and tear on my tack that I'm using on your horse, booking in vets, farriers and physios, holding the horses for these appointments. All these things and more that aren't even factored into my pricing and this fee doesn't even begin to cover. Then there's my training fee, which is at a big discount. I think it's about $30 less than what I charge if I was to ride a horse one time or give someone a lesson. Then there's stabling. If you want your horse stabled, the stabling fee needs to cover extra hay, shavings, time to clean the boxes, whether I outsource this or do it myself, leading horses to and from the box, filling hay nets. What I charge needs to cover these things. As you've probably realized by now, the priority for me is quality in the training and the care of your horse. If you were to break down the cost of all of these things individually, you would find that the final total would come to a lot more than what you pay to be in my training program. I do this training thing because I love it. I love the feeling when something clicks with the horse and they finally understand or feel confident in something that they didn't before and all of the pieces start to fall into place. I wanted to break down the pricing like this just to show you what you're paying for when you invest in my training program. I understand that not everyone has the budget to invest into a professional training program, especially over a longer period of time. But if you do have the budget and you're hesitating at the cost, just ask yourself, what is setting your horse up with solid foundations that will allow you to streamline their future training worth to you? And I don't just mean how much will your horse be worth at the end of it all. I mean, how much would it mean to know that your horse is on the right track for riding your horse to feel simple because their training has been set up for it to be? Isn't that ease and that happiness worth investing in? My training program is small. I only take on five to six horses at a time and I can be so that I can be fully invested in the training and care of every horse as if they were my own. I focus on building each horse's confidence and strength in the foundation so that it's easy for the horses to produce high quality work, which gives them the tools to make progressing through the levels simple. Through my training program, I can help you with pre-starting preparation, starting your horse, post-starting training, bringing your horse back into work, installing correct foundations, training of specific movements, competition campaigning and exposure, the sale of your horse, long-term training and lesson collaborations. I am based on the Southern Highlands, New South Wales, Australia. If you're interested in chatting about whether your horse and I are a good fit for for one another, please don't hesitate to reach out on my social media, which I have linked in the show notes, or email me at info at bcperformancehorses.com.au. 
thank you so much for joining me for this episode of the Dressage Connection podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, make sure you hit subscribe so you don't miss out on any future episodes and leave a rating, review, or share a screenshot of this episode to your stories to help more people find their dressage connection. You can always reach out to me on Instagram with any questions about anything we've covered on the podcast, your own writing journey, or just to say hi at bc.performancesources. You can also get the latest info about how you can work with me on website bcperformancehorses.com. I can't wait to hang out with you in the next episode, but in the meantime, go on and build that beautiful dressage connection with